for joining us for week number eight of our video programming during this time of social distancing. Can you believe it's been eight weeks? And here we are, uh, eight weeks of, uh, of social distancing. And what a blessing to be able to come into your home by way of media. Thank you for joining us for this time. By the way, we're discussing how and when we can go back to um, regular church services, and we would appreciate you praying for us as uh, we, the leaders here at Community Baptist, uh, pray and seek God's will and and determine how and when uh, to transition back. So we would appreciate you joining us in prayer uh, regarding those things. Something else you can help us with, uh, we love to be able to meet new people by way of social media, so if you're on our YouTube uh, page today, why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, and if you're over on Facebook, uh, go ahead and uh, and like our Facebook page if you haven't, or share today's program, or maybe even start a watch party. Let some others know that uh, might be interested in the programming today. Well, this week is Mother's Day, you know that, and this morning uh, we focused on the hope for motherhood uh, from the uh, book of Genesis, and if you didn't catch that program, we'd invite you to find that on our YouTube and Facebook uh, uh, locations, and you can access those right from our church website, uh, but um, our morning was uh, given over to the hope for motherhood. This evening, we've got a very special treat, and that is we have a missionary from Albania who's going to be joining me in just a few moments. David Hasefluk is uh, has been in Albania for 28 years. He went there as a young single college student on a short-term missionary trip, and it has stretched into 28 years. He and his wife, Christy, and their family have uh, made a huge difference in lives there in the country of Albania. They've left their thumbprint throughout the country, and I'm excited about the uh, missionary work of David and Christy Hasefluk. There's something special about this family. David's dad and mom are members of Community Baptist, as well as David's sister, and uh, her husband, and so they have a special part uh, here in the life of Community Baptist Church, and uh, David's going to be with us uh, talking about the blessing of his mom, and so I know you're going to enjoy this. Now, we recorded this uh, earlier, and we found that the internet connection was very weak in Albania, and so the, the broadcast quality is going to be a little bit difficult. The audio will be clear, but there'll be some unusual breaks and transitions. But I want you to hear from David Hasefluk, and uh, in spite of the challenges of the technology end. Uh, so come, join uh, us, David, and uh, let's, uh, let's welcome David Hasefluk to our program this evening. David Hasefluk, it is so good to see your face. Welcome. Well, thanks for inviting me. Uh, it is our privilege, that is for certain. I feel like it's been almost forever since I've seen you. I know you passed through Virginia in little short jaunts, but I, I, I was looking up on the calendar. I think it's been six years since you've been here at the church. I couldn't believe it when, I, when you mentioned that to me a few days ago. Uh, time just flies, doesn't it? It does. It does. Yeah. This yeah. is a... a a good stop-off point for you to fly into the country, see the folks, and and head out to wherever. Uh, but absolutely, much, and you know, my fun. my parents live my parents live right under the 
flight path of uh, <laughs> Dulles Airport. So yes. I uh, always, if I ever have to connect anywhere, I try to try to do it there and take a little layover and sure. uh, say hello, sl- sleep in their basement. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Uh, you got your uh, parents, your sister, and uh, brother-in-law, and so Virginia is an important yes. place to you. It, it is. It is. Where I grew up, where I was saved, where I was called Amen. to, uh, the mission field, and uh, yeah, praise the Lord for um, your partnership, the church's partnership with me from very early on, and uh, just appreciated that, and your prayers um, and uh, so many so many people there that that I know love us and have have lifted yes. us up and your faithfulness we really appreciate amen. it pastor amen wow why don't you give a uh, most of the people that are watching this today on mother's day um, don't know you personally your your history your background why don't you give us a, a just a thumbnail sketch of your life and uh, you mentioned you know being raised here in Virginia and getting saved here why don't you Kind of step us through the uh, Cliff Notes version. Yes, well, I, I did. I grew up in uh, Northern Virginia. Um, my parents were not believers when I was born, but came came to faith soon thereafter. And uh, they're the ones who who led me to the Lord. I was just a little guy. I remember it very vividly. Uh, talking to my parents after bedtime, which aroused some suspicion about why I was up out of bed, um, but. <laughs> Uh, then they uh, they were very very pleased when they uh, understood that the Lord was really talking to me and convicting my heart. So I grew up um, <clears throat> going to to church, Fairfax, Fairfax Baptist Temple, yes. and then um, uh, really, I mean, I was I was in church every time uh, the door was open, and and then some. <clears throat> my my parents were. Very involved. My dad just loved to serve on the weekends, whether it was doing some landscaping or or, uh, or going out on visitation. <clears throat> and uh, your brother uh, was uh, my youth pastor when I was growing up, yeah. and I would often go out with him on Saturdays, um, knocking on doors in the old-fashioned way. Uh, yeah. And uh, and uh, so I learned a whole lot about sharing my faith and being bold in the faith from your brother. And, um, and of course, your, I remember your mom and and, uh, and your dad. Uh, when I was still a little guy, your dad was a candy man. All the kids would crowd around him, uh, and uh, and so uh, the Lord, you know, spoke to my heart very early about being a missionary. I, I went up uh, when I was eight years old and told the pastor, um, "God's called me to be a missionary to Brazil," and he asked me, "Do you know where Brazil is?" and I said no, but uh, well, um, I have some Brazilian friends here in Albania, but God wanted it to be Albania, not, uh, not Brazil. I came here when I was uh, just 21 years old. That was in 1992, so it's been about 28 years that I, I came to Albania as a short-term mission missions trip uh, to work with orphans for a few months, and yes. God's short-term uh, is uh, a little longer than I expected now in my 28th year, but wow. um, and I remember talking to my parents about um, you know when when I was at when I was telling them about the opportunity I was still in college, about to graduate, and uh, I didn't really know where Albania was I have to admit but uh, the opportunity sounded cool and uh, 
And my mom said, how long will you stay? And I, I kind of joked, you know, sometimes sons like to uh, goad their moms a little bit. Yeah. So I said, I don't know, maybe forever. And uh, I remember something kind of like God was almost saying, well, what if, you know? And, uh, yeah, yeah, now, now 28 years later and uh, seeing a country that had no churches at all, um, really only a handful of believers that had survived the communist period, and now to see churches um, in almost every city, it's just been a joy. Um, and then, as you, you've mentioned, you know, I've, I've been married to Christy in 1997, and uh, just so thankful for her. Maybe we'll talk about her a little bit later. Yeah, that's exciting. Wow. Yeah. What a joy. What a joy. You know, you, you mentioned your dad uh, and your mom, uh, but you mentioned your dad about his servant's heart. Uh, he was just here at the church uh, the last, um, well, let's see, day before yesterday and, and the, I believe uh, earlier in the week, uh, staining some, uh, some oak plywood and some oak boards and getting ready for a final project that is going to be done and on the facility here. And uh, he was just, uh, he's been such a help. What, a, what an amazing man. Yeah, I love that man, and he's, he yeah. loves uh, – he loves the ministry of encouragement and the ministry yeah. of service and uh, um, just always wants to be behind the scenes, being, a, being of assistance. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he was a manager uh, uh, and uh, had, had two jobs uh, managing in, in different companies. And, and yet uh, the strength of his management style uh, wasn't the, the kind of leadership that the world likes to tout today, but it was the servant leadership model, and I picked up yeah. a whole lot from him. Wow. That's incredible. And your mom, I, I think of, when I think of your mom, I just think of the ultimate encourager. She is always such an, a positive influence on people. We had uh, someone this, uh, just this past uh, week, week and a half, that uh, her, her dad passed away. Uh, you know um, the family, uh, the Robinson family, and, uh, and your mom texted me immediately and she said, I think you need to get one of Gil's booklets and uh, make that available to them in case it would be a help to them. And she's just immediately yeah. thinking of how she could be an encouragement and a blessing. And uh, amazing. Well, yes, that's, Mother's that's Day. right. And happy Mother's Day, Mom. I'm sure you're listening. And uh, I'm so happy to be to be talking about my mom and my dad on, on Mother's Day. Um, but uh, you're right, Mom. Mom always seemed to have something in her hands. Uh, she was always, you know, doing something like this uh, to send to people, um, uh, and uh, and I, I obviously gained so much uh, from her uh, as well, just by example. Sure, sure. Are there any um, any childhood memories or anything growing up with a, a in a Christian home with a Christian dad and mom? Of course, you know, so many of the things that are so impacting in our lives, we, we don't realize that every home is not like that until we grow up and yeah. we get away and we find out, wow, what a treasure I had. As you look back into yeah. those years, um, any special thoughts or memories or stories about what a Christian dad and a Christian mom, the value of that in your life? Yeah. Well, you know, there's so many memories and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it just hits you at odd moments and, um, yeah. but, you know, I, just remember just a whole lot of fun, a whole lot of joy in our home. And, you know, when Christ transforms a heart, I mean, um, uh, 
the fruit of the Spirit, it was love and joy, and those are the top two, uh, at least in that list. And and um, I, 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 our home was full of love and joy. Um, and we had you know, problems like everybody else, but, but there's a different way that, that a Christian home deals with it, uh, yeah. a, 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 you know, a transparency, a, you know, in Albania, fathers don't ask forgiveness, mothers don't ask forgiveness, um, if, if they kind of eventually, it's kind of a, an honor and shame culture instead of a kind of a transparent, uh, talking about things openly culture, and, um, the word of God you know, transforms that in in the Albanians in the Albanian church's life. But uh, my parents were not afraid to, uh, you know, to to tell even their children when when they blew it or when even. And usually we were like, "You blew it. I didn't. What, what did you do wrong? You know, just but this, that's what Christ does in our kids, um, because we we just want to to honor the Lord. And so they, you know, my parents, as people in the church know, they're positive people. They receive Christ. Um, when they were a young couple with joy and that radiated, radiated throughout their, all their interactions. And, um, and, and, you know, they just enjoyed sharing their faith. They were faithful, faithful to the church. They wanted us to see that faithful to discipleship. You know, that verse in Deuteronomy uh, that, you know, you shall love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and all thy soul and all thy might. And yeah. These words, which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. Thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and thou shalt talk of them. And then, uh, you know, the writer just, you know, just kind of starts going on. When should you talk about these things? Well, when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And I, I just remember um, that kind of a relationship. We did a lot of things together, and um, by doing things together, and this is the essence of discipleship, you don't have to just formally say, uh, I mean, there's times to have a formal study or something. We'd memorize, you know, the book of James. I remember going through and trying to memorize the entire book of James together. There was some formal times of, of study, but, uh, you know, some of the, I mean, the, the disciples were with Jesus. Yeah. Uh, they, they were ordained to be with him. And as different situations arise, the Lord Jesus is just always turning them into teaching opportunities in a natural way, and my parents did that, um, and uh, whether it was, you know, uh, playing sports together or my dad, you know, coaching me uh, in, in uh, pre- preparing for different games or just doing errands with, with mom or uh, my dad teaching me about finances and my mom supporting that. Um, uh, <laughs> I was thinking today about this memory that my, uh, my, my, my mother and father really cherish I've never. I don't think my mother's ever laughed so hard. Uh, we, we're, we're, we would have this tradition of going out to breakfast every Saturday morning. For a long time, it was a place called the Ranch House, um, and uh, we'd go and. And uh, I remember Dad was. He just got into character. I don't know why he, he started uh, being the character of Saul on the road to Damascus, and he's closing his eyes, and the light's shining in his face, and well, the waitress <laughs> comes along with the meal, and she's just looking. And as the waitress comes, you know, my dad's trying to get a laugh from the family. And when the waitress comes, our laughing goes from like here to way up here. We're all dying laughing. And so that eggs dad on, and he's laughing. He's doing it even more animated. And he opens his eyes, and there's the waitress. Uh, and, uh, so uh, 
Yeah, but so what was he doing? He's he's teaching these things diligently, even wow. at the restaurant, right? Uh, the yeah. word of God is just you know it's just ever present. Yes, you know that's so. that Deuteronomy six passages. I, I agree with you. It is one of the more powerful passages on parenting, and and it, it I guess more so than maybe anywhere else in the Bible I have seen the importance of being real. And these words right. shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt right. teach them to thy children. You, you, can't, you right. can't pass on what you don't have. And it's got to right. be real to you in order to impact those closest to you. And uh, Yes. What a picture of yeah. that. I, I agree. That's incredible. That's incredible. Well, they certainly are a huge asset, and it's such an honor and a privilege to pastor the church where they uh, are members and to be able to see them uh, on a weekly basis in their Bible, adult Bible study fellowship class on Sunday mornings and, and uh, around the, the church. Uh, they, are, um, they are a delight to be around. That is for certain. And we get your sister, too. I mean, that's right. how good is that to have your sister yes. and her husband and their family and... and uh, yeah. The Hossifluk yeah, yeah. Calhoun clan has been an yeah. asset to the ministry here for sure. Oh, praise um, the Lord for that. That's, now, that's great. So you you kind of left Northern Virginia and went to college and and uh, maybe never never turned back. I mean, you were just off yeah. Albania as a young single college graduate and and uh, just adventuresome. When I think of you, I think of an adventuresome person that uh, and, and and then. God put together uh, you and your wife back here in the states, and, and God God brought you all together, and and so she kind of married an adventuresome guy that was already in a formerly communist country, uh, kind of the point of the spear, taking the the gospel into a place that there had been a real dearth of the gospel for so so many years, and so her married life and her mothering life, her. Her life as a mother has all been in the sphere of a missionary's experience in a formerly communist country. And um, because I've never experienced that, that's, I, I can only imagine the, the uniqueness. Um, do you have anything you could uh, share about, uh, about your wife, Christy, as a, as a mom and, and what, what was valuable in your all's family uh, in honoring uh, mom therein? Albania. Well, yes, my my dear wife. I shouldn't say my poor wife because you know it's always a blessing to. I won't say a blessing to have married me for sure, but a blessing to you know go to the mission field. But really, what I you know, I don't think either one of us understood uh, what because you mentioned you know I, I, God called me to a very difficult place. I remember when I was leaving college, married, all of a sudden Albania erupted into chaos. There was a a pyramid uh, scheme uh, that collapsed all over the country and uh, it was it was literally war in Albania, but it was the, the enemy was just turned on themselves. It was it was crazy and everyone had machine guns to to um, to kind of just protect the neighborhood and kind of let the bad guys know that we're here. So it's just nonstop gunfire. So, you know, my, my wife got married into 
Number one, marriage is a jolt. Anyone who's been married knows that's a jolt to your, you know, it's a huge transition. Well, then she had to leave her her parents. She had to go to a new country. Here, I already learned the language. She didn't know the language yet. And so, um, bless her heart, she, she entered into a literal war zone, and um, um, and, and it, it was not easy. But she just, she was faithful. Um, she uh, knew that God wanted her to do that. Um, she had to overcome, you know, great personal difficulties, just all the stress. And then having kids, um, and, and, and this, this kind of, uh, this rest in Albania seemed to come in waves. So, you know, uh, our, our issue was like, you know, can we get to church without getting hit by a stray bullet? Uh, whereas, you know, a lot of other uh, mothers might have to deal with, you know, which which is the best formula that I can buy for my baby or the best stroller. And, and, and again, I say all that, say it was bad, but at the same time, there's nothing especially different about mothering, parenting, being a good husband, being a good wife, being a good Christian when you're on the mission field. There's nothing about the geography of it or the unrest of it that sort of changes the essential issues of the heart, the essential issues of how to treat one another, um, how to apply the scriptures, how to train your children. And so, um, you know, and, and here in the United States, um, you know, there in the United States, uh, you're you're going through a crisis, uh, just like you know all the rest of the world. And so, um, this is this is just something that that our faith um, informs us and leads us through that. Um, but um, you know, her sacrifice for children, and then not not only that, but then uh, as we started having, we had a few children, and then we were simultaneously working in orphanages, and to see my wife. Um, they needed a, you know, they need homes. And so this law was passed that Americans could adopt in Albania as an Albanian, which means the cost was very minimal. And so, um, you know, my wife just felt like this was, and I agreed, but it was, you know, it was something from her that this is something that we should at least, you know, try to do. And if the Lord doesn't want us to do, he closed the door. So anyway, that has turned into three adoptions over the years, um, and uh, one just four years ago uh, is uh, the adoption of a, of a 15-year-old, almost 16-year-old uh, girl. So, um, you know, these, these acts of, of service and love from a mother's heart are, are not acts that Christy would feel herself some hero or someone so strong to do it, but they're just steps that the Lord empowers you and enables you to, uh, to, you know, to, to take the step and to accomplish. Um, so I appreciate her faithfulness um, to be an Albanian. And, the, you know, the biggest sacrifice that missionaries make is, is being away from their, their families. Um, I, I think more than any of the difficulty on the field is that difficulty. And even more so, and I always try to honor parents of missionaries, and I again bless my mother and my father uh, today for their giving us away. And, and so um, 
uh, I just I just love my wife so much for all that she's done and sacrificed. She lost her dad um, late last year um, after you know all these years of being away, and and so what a sacrifice and how sweeter it makes. Uh, heaven when we know that we'll all be with the Lord rejoicing yes. in him together yes I yeah. thought that uh, it has been a comfort to to Betty my wife with regard to losing uh, both of her parents of course her dad was a pastor hmm. uh, but when she heard a a gospel quartet I believe it was sing a song I don't know the exact title but it the essence of the song was the reality that the time we're going to spend with them yet in the future is longer than the time that uh, we're being without them or something of that effect. And mm. if she thought of her da- mom yeah. who, who died first and then later her dad, and, and it was what a comfort to her to know that, that the time that she'll enjoy their presence is going to be far greater in the future than what she's ever had in the past. And, and that hope, yes. that, that just... Um, so minister to her heart that particular song and that theme. Someone once said, I don't know who said it, I've quoted it a, a number of times when I'm thinking of these themes, that grief is the price we have to pay for the privilege of having loved. And if we, not, if we don't want to have the pain of grief, it's easy to not have the pain of grief. Just never love anybody. And never be loved by anybody. Yeah. And then you'll never care who dies and who doesn't die. But, but yeah. grief is a price we pay for the amazing love that we've enjoyed. You know, the people that are yes. to us. And I often think about uh, how Mary was told that a sword would pierce through her yes. heart. Um, the, the love that she had as a mother uh, for Jesus. And, you know, I think about my mom. I think about... You know, so many, you know, when I look at Bible women, I, so many of them sort of remind me of, of, uh, of, my, of my own mother. I can see my mom in so many of them. But I've been thinking recently uh, about, you know, Moses' mother, this Jochebed, um, and, and how, you know, she, she was a strong woman. She was, um, she, she, I'm sure that all of the Hebrew women put up a fight. When these, you know, when these people were coming in, but she she was creative, um, and in a sense, just said, "I'm going to do something different. I'm going to totally give him away. I'm not going to clutch him to my breast, and and try to fight, but but I'm just going to give give him away." And uh, and I think about I think about the years that I've been, you know, so far away from my mom. And think about how um, uh, I vaguely remember this. My mom remembers it very well. The moment where she really just gave me to the Lord. You know, I, 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 we, we lived in this kind of this country home on a somewhat busy road, and there was a man who used to jog across the street. I was eight or nine years old, ten. I don't know how old I was. Very young, I think. And uh, and I thought I should go across the street and witness to him. To actually jog with him witness as I was jogging and she says that she remembers watching that whole scene as I'm crossing the street you know looking both ways like I've been taught so well and uh, and of course mom is still protective to this day you know I'll go out the front door and oh those steps are slippery and be careful you know I feel like mom 31 countries I've lived through wars you know <laughs> but uh, 
uh, once a mom, always yes. a mom. But but there's this kind of dialectical, both you know, two things going at the same time, where it's um, you want to protect your child, so she, so Jacobed prepares this you know water resistant. I would have loved to see maybe that basket will be in heaven. <laughs> I don't know, but how what that that device that she put in that you know in that river, and 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 she sends him off and just leaves him. Uh, to to the Lord, and um, I, I see my mom in that. I remember going off to college, and uh, I, um, I you know, the day after I arrived or something, I called, and we had a great conversation. And she starts crying at the end. She just missed. She was talking about how she missed me. We hung up. Two minutes later, she calls me back. She just wants to tell me, "No, I'm okay. You don't have to worry <laughs> about me." <You> know? <laughs> uh, so I mean, moms have this uh, this. Uh, this fate in life, sort of, but it's a real calling to to give their children through pain, wow. to train them up, and to see God take them and use them and worry about them until the day they die, um, but with a biblical kind of a worry, you know, that's um, a motherly instinct, but also a confidence that the Lord is in control and He has my Amen. child. Wow, that is so yeah. powerful, it, and. Um, it seems that that has become more rare, uh, even amongst Christian uh, parents um, in, in Western culture where, where I live. And, uh, and that, is, that is an amazing testimony of the spiritual heart and desire of, of your mom. David, it's been, great. it's been great to see you, and it's been great to hear you uh, reminisce about your amazing mom. You know, we've, we've got – God has – Bless both of us with the two amazing moms and and uh, what a, a yeah. difference they've made in our lives and just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, before we leave, um, in in light of what you've just talked about, your mom giving you uh, to God and uh, her uh, experiencing the emotional um, difficulty of seeing you leave and yet at the same time being willing for you to follow God. Um, what 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 would you what would some of you, some sage advice be for Christian moms uh, here in uh, in America as they mother their children as they uh, develop the hearts of their children in the home every day? Uh, do you have any any recommendation any wisdom to share with moms that have come from your experience of being raised? By a godly mom, and then watching and participating with your wife and raising your family, what what would you say to moms today in America? You know, it's a, it's a great question, and I don't think there's a I don't think there's a big secret. I think it's um, you know you talk to people that are are businessmen or successful in in different areas of life, people that are looking for cures, you know, whatever, and they'll tell you that they didn't just have one big idea, um, uh, they, they didn't just, um, you know, come up with one thing. Basically, they were in the lab night and day, they were working, you know, they, they, it, it, to come up with one great idea, you come up, you, you have, you know, just you just have to have lots of different ideas and then some of them be good. And what I mean by that is that what what mothers have to do is to not be weary in well-doing. 
Albanian proverb, there's an Albanian proverb that I love that raising children is like digging a well with a needle. And it really is just little needle pricks every day of following um, the biblical principles of, of raising children. Pray for your children. You, uh, you, you share the word of God with your children. You model a good relationship. You know, our kids are getting older and we're talking to them about the people that they should marry. And how, what a blessing it is to say, well, look at your grandparents. Yes. You know, look at their relationship. Um, how sweet it is. One of the best things that a mother and father can do for their kids is to have a healthy relationship between themselves, is to be on the same page and to, um, to disagree biblically and argue biblically, in this, if we can call it that. I mean, to, um, to look to the Word of God together, to share the Word of God with the children together, and, and, um, and, and to resist worldliness um, as a model for, for you. I mean, your kids are going to do some of what you say, but a whole lot of what they see. Mm-hmm. And so, um, um, you know, train up your child in the way he should go. And um, it's, it's um, you know, today's kids are facing challenges, the changes that, that they go through are, are incredible compared to when I grew up. And I remember talking to a young guy, he was about 25 years old, and this was about five years ago. And he said, you know, I don't understand the college kids today. They just, they, they, their, their lives are completely different. And he's 25, he's talking about 18 and 20-year-olds you know, yeah. and saying things have happened yeah. so quickly. Well, it's been good to visit with you, David. Thank you so much for joining us all the way from Albania and uh, sharing with us. I don't know. I don't. I think it was uh, before we started recording that you had mentioned and were sharing how that you're in Albania, kind of stuck there because of the travel bans. Yeah. And your family is all stuck in America uh, because of the travel bans, and so you guys have been uh, separated as a family across the world from one another while we go through this COVID-19 situation. And so uh, I imagine it's kind of uh, an empty house that you're uh, living in over there. Yes, it is. It's a little bit empty, but God's given me a whole lot of things to do while I wait it out. And and just, uh, yeah, appreciate opportunities like this to connect uh, with uh, with home churches and with, with, of course, my family and then pastors in Albania and uh, people that I haven't talked to in years, yeah. and it's just great opportunities to connect with them in their kind of loneliness. And uh, so praise the Lord for it. And I just wanted to say happy Mother's Day to my awesome mother. Love you so much and uh, appreciate all you've yeah. done. Thank you so much. I thank God for the, the women that have helped shape my life, and that would be my mom and my wife. She's been working for... Uh, well over 40 years trying to get me in shape, and uh, what a blessing she <laughs> is to me, and uh, I just love her and thank God for her, and uh, God, what, what would yeah. life be without women? I tell you, these godly women have had such an impact uh, on on our lives. It's amazing. Yeah, yes, indeed.
Yes, well, have a great time in Albania and uh, enjoy your day. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. God bless you all. Bye-bye. Well, I know you enjoyed that time with missionary David Hasselflug. David and Christy and their family serving God in the country of Albania. And of course, David's mom and dad, and sister and brother-in-law, part of Community Baptist Church. And so what a blessing uh, to uh, be able to hear David speak of his family and, and the uh, tribute to his dad and his mom, especially his mom, on Mother's Day. Well, this week we are going to continue thinking about moms. One of the great passages in the Bible that that deals with with moms is Proverbs 31. And the Proverbs 31 uh, gives us a glimpse into the amazing wisdom and advice that a mom gives to her children. And we're going to be looking at a mom's advice in our daily devotions this week. I hope you can tune in to our uh, our church Facebook page tomorrow morning at 7.30, and uh, we'll be sharing some thoughts about the advice from a mom from the Word of God. And again, you'll find those devotions on our church Facebook page. Well, thank you for being with us today, and we trust you'll have a great week, and we look forward uh, to our time together in devotions uh, this week as well. God bless you. Thank you for joining us for part of a Sunday service at Community Baptist Church. I hope to meet you soon. May God impress His love upon your heart this week. Yeah.